it's Mariam here. Welcome to Cross Transformation Season 4, Episode 5. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the four stages of a crisis, identifying the emotions, feelings, and perceptions that we may experience as we go through each stage. Understanding that the pain caused by a crisis is only our perception. We were in pain before that crisis. We just didn't know it. Prolonged pain becomes suffering and many of us may be experiencing realities of suffering projected by our painful perceptions. So is pain a bad thing? Is crisis a bad thing? Or is crisis a revolution by which we can experience life without the lenses of suffering? In retrospect, pain is a gift. Over time, as we heal our perceptions, pain allows a sense of redemption from an old story of blame or grief. Pain can potentially orient us to arts, healing and solutions. When realized and healed, pain can become a revelation, guiding us to step away from excruciating patterns and narratives. Pain, unhealed and repeated, will become suffering. Many of us perceive a crisis as a painful event. But truly, a crisis is an opportunity to transform the pain that has become suffering. So we can outgrow excruciating patterns and narratives that no longer serve us, but because they are familiar, we are comfortable with them, we hang out with them. A crisis is a point of uncertainty before events move on. The word crisis means decisive moment. Imagine that a decisive moment which says, I am no longer suffering, but transforming and allowing myself to be redeemed from unhealed perceptions, guilt, shame, and blame. A crisis allows us to not only evolve from the suffering we were experiencing, but to realize that in retrospect, pain is a gift. A decisive moment, an empowering moment, a moment that can change our realization of who we are. A decisive moment is a moment that I have made up my mind not to be the pain identity, the identity crisis, but to be my Christ identity. When we arrive at a decisive moment, we are no longer identifying ourselves through the past events. We are now centered 
in the present moment, a moving forward motion, emotions, energy, and motion that is going to be the realization of who we are. A crisis is truly a revolution that will balance our emotions, our perceptions. As a result of a crisis, we can let go of what no longer serves us and instead allow ourselves to receive what the heart and the mind of God has intended for us. Because truly, God knows who we are, who we have become, and His knowing transcends all understandings. His presence transcends all understanding. But sometimes for us to realize and embrace who we are, we must have a decisive moment. And a crisis will give us that opportunity to arrive at the turning point and decide that I'm going to move forward with my Christ identity, that I'm going to move forward towards who I am. I'm going to let go of the state of separation, sin consciousness, and arrive at the presence of God within. Let's look at the four stages of a crisis. Stage one, pre-crisis. Having been oblivious to our life template, strongholds, and narratives, having observed and experienced the world through the lenses of suffering and obsolete patterns and beliefs, experiencing the self through sin consciousness and projecting the state of separation onto the world. Pre-crisis, we have no idea where we are going to, who we are, and how we can become more, how we can become our Christ identity. Because most of the time, we have been practicing patterns that are very familiar, but they don't reflect who we are. So we are coding patterns that are outdated They are obsolete, but we don't see ourselves capable of letting them go. The common emotions that we experience in stage one, fear, disgust, sadness, and feelings of despair and shame. Many of us have been practicing I am right instead of seeing things from a different perspective. So pre-crisis, we have been practicing the absence of who we are. We are wrought in what we have believed to be our identity, what we have believed to represent who we are. So we are so caught in those patterns that we don't seem to find a breakthrough in our daily life. So pre-crisis, we are determined about who we are, but that may not be reflecting who we truly are. Stage two, encountering a crisis. 
when we encounter a crisis, the journey of healing with God has already begun. Whatever is inside the life template, if not healed, will be triggered. A crisis is an invitation to embrace the shift from within, to become an inward being, to surrender the state of separation and to forgive the separated self that perceived the world through sin consciousness. Common emotions as we encounter a crisis, surprise and anger. Our fear of abandonment may come to the surface as we go through the second stage. Because we are in the state of surprise, in the state of anger. The common perceptions that we may experience, which could be due to the fear of abandonment. The world is not a safe place. I am unworthy. I feel rejected. I feel neglected. World is the place of isolation and loneliness. All of these perceptions reflect our identity crisis. The root of identity crisis is loss, rejection, pain. That is why I believe a crisis can help us heal abandonment, our perception around abandonment. If we have been left by someone, if they chose to leave us to go after somebody else, if we have been betrayed, then a crisis is going to intensify and magnify those deep emotions and feelings because most of the time we haven't dealt with abandonment as such. We haven't spent time healing our relationship with abandonment, our perception around rejection. So regardless of our attachment trauma, whether we are avoidant or anxious, as we encounter a crisis, we are going to experience the feeling of abandonment and rejection. Embrace it. Allow it to come to the surface. Sit with it and allow the emotions to pass through you. Next stage, going through a crisis. When we go through it, our emotions and feelings will be extremely heightened, especially anxiety. Every time that I've encountered a crisis in my life, my anxiety was heightened. If I was dying in myself, all we can do is to identify the feeling that we are experiencing in any given moment. Name it to tame it. I read that um, in a research article that once we name an emotion or a feeling that we have, we can tame it. So as you go through a crisis, just know you're not alone. Just allow yourself to get closer to the feelings that come across as isolation, abandonment, pain. Because as we allow them to get close to us, we allow ourselves to relate 
to them. We look after them. We don't push them away. We don't abandon them. We learn not to feel abandoned. So what is the solution as we go through a crisis? Don't make the crisis bigger than what it is. By making it bigger than what it is, we are not going to find our way through it. Instead, we are going to blame the loss. Instead, we are going to blame the situation. Calming our anxiety is the first step. As we relate to our emotions, as I mentioned earlier, we can work through them. We can work with them. We can heal them. Learning to relate to ourselves, not the situation. Again, remember, our anxiety is going to be heightened as we go through a crisis. So it's very hard, despite a crisis being a decisive moment, it is very hard to sit with that anxiety to come out of it. But it is doable. I have done it. I'm pretty sure so many other people have done it. So you can do it too. What I did was to find moments of breakthrough, even though small, to break the pattern and calm myself so I can see the way out. The exit is here. Once we calm our anxiety, we can see the exit. We can see ourselves transform. The exit is not to escape, but it is about allowing ourselves to be transformed. Remember that there is light at the end of the tunnel. Something else that I would like to add. We can only labor to enter into God's peace, allowing those unhealed emotions that we never wanted to relate to them to come to the surface, to pass through, get to know our feelings and emotions instead of running away from it. What are the common emotions as we go through a crisis? Sadness, resentment, grief, due to perceiving a crisis as loss. We may also feel anticipation and fear, which can result in anxiety. So what is anxiety? Anticipating fear. So at one end, I am anticipating. Anticipation is a positive feeling. But what I do is I am blending anticipation with fear, which will lead to anxiety. So it's important to understand our feelings and emotions to break down our feelings so we can understand the emotions that have been blended and resulting in a specific feeling so we can heal the emotion. Common perceptions, loss of autonomy and freedom. As we go through a crisis, we may feel that I've lost my autonomy. I've lost my freedom. I've lost the sense of being free. When we feel that we have lost our freedom, 
the strategies that we may incorporate are going to be negative, such as withdrawal, becoming avoidant, or passive aggression. As we implement coping skills that are negative, we may end up behaving in ways that would harm us in long term, such as binge eating, alcohol, and substance abuse. Again, every time we stonewall our emotions and feelings, we try to avoid relating to them, we are neglecting ourselves. We are abandoning ourselves. And in this way, we are not going to heal the trauma that is sitting there and through a crisis is screaming at us so we can heal it and transform it and renew our minds. Stage four, the end of a crisis. The end of a crisis is having our identity transform from identity crisis to Christ identity. I'm either a home to traumas or home to Jesus. That is how we can make up our mind. I'm either a home to unconditional love or to anger. And a crisis, again, I want to emphasize on this, a crisis will give us that opportunity to see what is inside me. What is it that is sitting there, whether it's blame, anger, guilt, and I'm so accustomed to it, and I've been living with it for such a long time that I am not allowing myself to become who I truly am. The end of a crisis is the end of our separation. Separation from God's presence, separation from our Creator, because now we have redefined, reformed our emotions. We have come closer to God. We can ask ourselves, have I been part of the transformation process? Have I renewed my mind? Or have I conformed to this world? When we encounter a crisis, we can choose to identify ourselves with it or to discover our Christ identity through it. What are the common emotions that we may experience as we go through the stage four? Anticipation, trust, and joy. These emotions will lead to the feelings of hope and optimism. Acceptance. Since we have come closer to who we are, our Christ identity. The common perception, renewed mind, healed perceptions. Whatever was unhealed have undergone a transformation. It is hard to hear this, but embrace the crisis you're experiencing now. Through that crisis comes clarity, the clarity of who you are the clarity of who you have become. Through a crisis, we are asking for transformation to allow ourselves to experience life from a different platform that is of unconditional love, walking with the one Jesus. See the crisis as an opportunity to transform your state of mind, your state of emotion, It is difficult, 
every one of us has gone through a crisis. And all I can say is, upon the completion, we find ourselves closer to God, to our Christ identity, to the realization of God within. Be blessed. Thanks for listening to Cross Transformation. God bless you.